Well, welcome back, everybody. Glad you joined us today for our daily podcast, Christian Sinners Report. Mr. Tim Karskett, so blessed to have you with me. We're in this season of crisis in Israel, war in Israel. It's heating up. It's increasing. So we must play a role as well and increase our effort to use this moment for the coming harvest, provoking them to jealousy. Pray for peace, Jerusalem, city of our God. Their salvation was poured out for you. The atoning of the Lord. Once your streets Filled with joy Branches raised up high Praise be to the God of Israel. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which is later changed to Israel. Well, welcome. It's the 18th day of October 2023. Will you celebrate with me? Today is, he's probably he's not going to listen, but he might, if it's my son, will let him listen in to Judah. Hey, Judah, my grandson, he is two years old today. On the 18th, he was born uh, in 2021, obviously, at, on the 18th, at 1818. Uh, very prophetic, 18 is a big number for us. It's mean, the meaning of life in the Hebrew. And he brought life into our life, and I'm in our family, and he is full of life. <laughs> I think he just wakes up and thinks, what? This day was made for me. i got to do something great. And we should be that way, right? So celebrate with me with that. And uh, in the midst of crisis, his name Judah. That's where we get the word Jew or Judaism. And here we are focusing on Israel and trying to cause Judah and Israel to become one again. This two is his age, two to become one. And, uh, well, yesterday was a very difficult day. If you watch the news, um, the jihadists in the Gaza Bank shot up a missile. They were shooting toward uh, Tel Aviv, Haifa, and it failed. And the rocket hit a hospital there in Gaza, killing over 500 people, at least that we know of at the time I'm recording this. And of course, you know, they blamed Israel as usual. And we've been warning, we're warning you, warning everybody we can talk to. They're going to try to find the first instance of them doing something wrong. They're going to attack. This is what the scrutiny that they have un, uh, under, they're under right now. Think about Russia, how many hospitals and theaters and schools they've hit during the war. And the world is silent. But when you do it to Israel, or it happens in Israel, it's a worldwide event that could trigger a world war. That's how strategic this moment is in time. Please pray, but also inform your friends, your family. Tell them not to be negligent in this moment. We are in a major worldwide crisis, and it can't be put off. It can't say, oh, that's over in Israel. That's not going to affect me. Yes, it will. Chris Reed, a prophet here in America at Morningstar Ministries, had a dream. He saw the plans of the enemy here in America. He actually saw their texting, their phones in the dream. 
and the, the, the text said, as we're doing in Israel, let's do it in America. As in Israel goes America. They're trying to plan the same, same things here that they planned there. So when you say it doesn't affect you, it does. My friends in South Africa, you know, your president uh, came out in solidarity with the Palestinians. He did speak against the atrocities, but he stood with the Palestinians and saying that Israel is occupying their land. So there you go. We pray for you guys in South Africa that you won't come under the judgment of that type of statement. And I know the intercessors in South Africa. They're the only thing that's keeping back major judgment on South Africa. Keep it up, guys. Well, when we're doing that, this is a moment of harvest. I want to say this. We, yesterday, we started our responsibility, the debt that we owe the Jewish people, the debt we owe Israel. And this is a moment in time, I'm telling you, Every moment like this right now, because embassies, uh, Israeli embassies around the world are being attacked uh, by Muslims and anti-Israel people. And so right now they're, they're scared. The Jewish people are. They have to be. You would be. You're a small group of people and the world is focused on you right now. You need friends. You need somebody to be there for you. But we also need them to see us and desire what we're carrying. So yesterday we talked about, you know, these things that we're called to do uh, when we reach out to the Jewish people and we have to cultivate and express an attitude of love. That's what I talked about yesterday, not just preaching at them and witnessing that with them and, but actually demonstrating that. And the, the second thing we have to do in Romans eleven eleven, it tells us here that Paul said, salvation has come unto the Gentiles for to provoke them, who's them, Israel, um, to jealousy, okay? This is another significant way we can repay our debt to the Jewish people, by enjoying and demonstrating the abundance of God's blessing in Christ, our Jewish Messiah, in such a way that they may be jealous and desire to see what we are enjoying, okay? It's not that you try to provoke them in an evil way, but in a good way. That means your blessing being healthy, financial being blessed, materially, whatever God would show you. When they look at you and you're not as smart as they are, you're not as good a business person as they are, but you're still being blessed. More importantly to me, the joy that you walk in, that's a life of righteousness, the peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Gosh, who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want the person that's walking in peace in the midst of a world crisis? Who can walk up to them and say, you know what? God's with you. We're with you. And speak life over them. So over the centuries, the Jewish people have, been, have seen little among Christians. Like I said yesterday, many of them never even had an encounter with them. That would provoke them to jealousy. And most of the demonstrations they've seen of Christianity through their, their history, through the Crusades, Inquisitions, and others, has been hatred and murder. Uh, in World War II, look what happened to them. Many Christians turned them in to the Nazis. And they, have, they, 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 don't see, they haven't had an opportunity to see that. And then they look at us and all the different denominations and backgrounds. They're, they're not critical of that. They shouldn't be because there's many sects of Judaism too. But uh, humans will always find a way to separate themselves. But... Um, but we, and they've seen us kill each other, all in the name of Christianity. Look at our civil war in America. North was praying, God, 
help us to defeat the South. The South saying, God, help us defeat the North. <laughs> Nowhere has Christian disunity been more blatantly demonstrated than in the city held by Christians and Jews alike, which is Jerusalem, the song we play before we start today. And these sacred sites of Christendom, you know, these different sections of, of Christianity have come to blows and, and, and almost want to kill each other and scream at each other. Now, again, this happens in Judaism too, but we have to be different. In, in our orthodoxy, whatever we believe, we try to, we see that the church does, tries to def- defend their, their shrines and their privileges to certain areas. When you go to Jerusalem, it's like every inch is fought over. You know, it's, it's in four quarters. There are many in the, the Muslim and the Christian and the Jewish quarters. There's four quarters there. And so think about that. Two of those are considered themselves Christians, and they don't like each other. So this occasion that we have an opportunity to be light to them, we're not using it. And when we, when we go in there, we have to show that we're different, that we love one another. Therefore, they would long to have what we have, that we don't, not divisive with one another, but we love one another, okay? That's another thing that we can do in this hour. You should be doing that all the time, but this is a real hour to show that. Another thing uh, exhorts us to do is to seek the good for Israel, especially right now in the crisis that they're in. Psalm 122.6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem that they, that they shall prosper that love them. See, to pray effectively in this way, you need to search out from the scriptures the purposes of God for Israel, for Jerusalem. And then set yourselves to pray, focused on that consistently for the fulfillment of those purposes. I've shared it before. Jews have been praying. They prayed for many years that Jerusalem would come back into their hands. Think of all the thousand, a couple thousand years they prayed for that. Shouldn't we be praying for the fulfillment? They get all the land. We do. Our ministry does. I, when I read Genesis 15, I pray that. I pray that that would come to pass and that God would do this. And as we make a, the study of the word, we'll discover that ultimately righteousness and peace are ordained both to flow forth from Jerusalem to all the nations of the earth, so the, the well-being of all nations, including this prayer for Jerusalem, is dependent upon its fulfillment. So if we want our nations blessed, Jerusalem has to be blessed. And if we're praying for our nations and not praying, praying for Jerusalem, then we, we're missing a major factor of our intercession. Okay, I know I'm preaching the choir here, but please, if you're in this choir, stay on, stay on key here. Another challenge is that the pattern of this kind of praying is provided in Daniel. He set, aside, he set himself aside three times a day at his window to open. And what did he face? Where did he face? Jerusalem. Daniel's prayer so disturbed Satan, made him so mad, he so threatened that, that his, threatened, he threatened his kingdom that he used the jealousy of evil men to bring about a, ch- a change in the laws to the entire Persian Empire that would make Daniel's prayers illegal. Are we not seeing that right now? See, on the other hand, praying for Jerusalem meant so much to Daniel that he preferred to be cast into a, in the dens of lions than give up his praying. Are we there? Well, I'll stop praying for Israel, Jerusalem, if you're going to throw me in the lion's den. 
Daniel's faith and his courage overcame the satanic opposition, and he emerged triumphant, right, from the lion's den. So go on praying for Jerusalem. Go read Daniel chapter 6 about that story. So as we, we go out, and, and I've, done doing this, I've been doing this for, for years, and I, and I lead people to do that, and I've been part of groups that do it anyway. And making this commitment, this kind of pray for Israel, for Jerusalem, will stir up a measure of opposition by, satan, by Satan and inspired forces of him. You'll know that you're hitting the mark. As, as uh, Rick Joyner always says, um, you know, if you're not taking flack, you're not over the target. So flack is what the enemy shoots up at you, those fiery darts. Now, on the other hand, we've discovered that God's promise given to those who pray this way hold true. They shall prosper whom love you. This is, this is a scriptural pathway to prosperity. Not merely just finances and materials, but abiding assurance God's favor in your life, his provision, his protection, and what we call the spirit of abundance. Now, look, we don't do it for that reason. I, I'm, at, I'm almost out of time. I'm going to stop here. We don't do it for that reason, but it is a byproduct. They who bless Israel are blessed. My church, Christian Center Shreveport, it's not mine, it's ours, but in the very beginning, got out of debt because we started sowing to Israel. Louisiana got out of debt got in a better financial situation by blessing Israel. We can go on and on. So many people are blessed by doing that. I have to be honest with you. I see the most favor on my life and my family's life when we're, when we're touching the Israel issue. When I drift away and get caught up in some other things I shouldn't be caught up in all the time, not that they're not good or godly, I find that that battle increases and the blessing, not that it decreases, decreases, but I, I, I sense it much less. So I want you to know this. You can't go wrong. Provoke them to jealousy. Pray for the welfare of Israel. Pray that it be blessed. Pray that every scripture, every promise you read in that Old Testament, when you're doing your daily Bible reading, the Torah, or, or you know, the Tanakh, everything, when you're reading, and God said, I'll do this to them, declare it. Just stop right there as you're reading the scripture. Say, I declare that that will come to pass. I bless Israel with that promise. I bless that they will prosper when they go in, prosper when they go out. You know, we claim Deuteronomy 28 for us. What about for them? Claim it for them as well. Bless them. Well, they're not saved. Well, look, bless them anyway, because God will bring them to salvation when it's time. And you're provoking the jealousy by doing that, by praying for them, not being selfish and trying to use their scriptures for your personal gain. It's our scriptures, I understand, but it's theirs who wrote it. Okay, you got this? We owe them this. Think about that. The high priest every year sacrificed animals for the Gentiles to come into the kingdom. And we're here. I'm not saying those animals did it, but their faith in God to say, Lord, bring them in, had an effect on you and I being part of the kingdom of God. All right. God bless you. I thank you, Father, for everybody on this, this podcast today. That, Lord, as they bless Israel, they will be blessed going in and going out. But Israel will be blessed. We bless the land. We pray, Father, they receive every promise and every inch of territory they're called to have. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Okay, we'll finish this up tomorrow. God bless you. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center's Report. We hope you enjoy the platform and all the revelation we release to encourage you, build you up. 
remind you that you can go to our website, ChristianCenterStreetBoard.com, or our app, find out all we have. We have a bookstore there, too. We had uh, our author in our church Sunday, Randy Grigsby, uh, write uh, a book about the Holocaust and, and raising up and saving children during the Holocaust and the Hadassah story, if you know that story in Israel. I'd encourage you to go to a bookstore and order that. We want to bless Brother Randy, but we also want you to know the story of what God did for you, for all of us. We want you to be blessed today. If you want to give, go to our website or app. We thank you each and every morning. All right, see you tomorrow.